Hi, my name is Dawn Long. I started this podcast to share not only my story, but to share others' untold stories, to share the truth and journey of healing, so I can show you that it is safe to do the same. We are transforming and healing together. This show is about the heart-centered transformation for you, for me, and the world. This is the Your Transformation Journey show, and this is our journey together. Let's begin. Tatisha Perry is our next guest. She is the founder of the Triplet Connection LLC. She is a motivational speaker, and she uplifts and empowers and motivates others. Tatisha is an advocate for children who have been affected by bullying and also is an advocate for the disabled population. Our discussion really centered around bullying and how to really speak to our children and how to get through to them that that bullying is not the best thing to do. And we really talk about the individuality and how people are so powerful that they can change how they think and they can definitely change the world. What got you started? And then specifically, let's move into the bullying aspect because I think that's something we talk about as a society, but I don't think we talk about it enough. So being born legally blind with one eye, first of all, I give kudos to my parents. They had two children who was disabled and they both, you know, rocked it. So I love them and I truly appreciate them. They know that I tell them all the time. But being born legally blind, it it, it was it was a challenge. It really was. It made me realize that, you know, number one, I had to work a little extra harder than some because, you know, I only had one eye. And then not knowing who I was when I was little. So trying to, you know, when you're little, you don't know what you want to be. Well, I didn't know what I wanted to be or what I wanted to become. And and people with the bullying, you know, people started bullying and it was like, okay, that really was a damper of my, you know, self-image and my self-esteem. So what I, you know, so coming from that, I just really just try to, you know, take the time to just, as I grew up, be around people that was, you know, motivating or, you know, that was inspiring. I actually, um, excuse me, have a project I'm working on, that, working on now where I talk about that, that, you know, I'm a big God, you know, I love God and um, big Christian. And I talk about how he picked angels rather in my life along paths and different aspects mm-hmm. of my life because, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't have made it without them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I can agree with that. I think our lives definitely have angels or people put in our path to help us along the way. And especially yeah. when we're working on some of the harder things like the bullying and the disabilities. And for those that watch my lives, I forget that I have quote unquote, a disability. Cause I'm going like, I don't even think about it because my left eye is a permanent lazy eye. I've had two operations on it throughout my life. Once when I think I was around four and then the other time when I was around 12 
And I recently went and saw the eye doctor, brand new eye doctor. I hadn't seen him before. And he was going to like, well, we can go in and fix that. And I was going to like, why? <laughs> like, I'm 48. I'm used to it. And I'm going like, I'll just leave it that way. And a lot of people comment on it and they're going to like, why don't you talk about it more? And I said, for me, it's just something that I forget about because I'm going like, I don't think about it. And that's where I'm at now. I mean, before, of course, when I was younger, I, you know, I did foolish stuff. I wouldn't wear my glasses because I didn't want to get teased. So, you know, walking down the hallway, yes. legally blind with one eye, trying to maneuver my way around. I, like I said, it had to be God because I made it through the days. But, you know, it wasn't ideal. And so finally I was like, you know what? I need these. You know, I can't see if people don't like me for who they are, they're not going to like me anyway. It took me a while to get there. Exactly. It does. And you're right. When I was a kid, it does give you that extra stigma, so to speak, because kids, bless kids, they don't know how to have a filter. They really don't. And in some ways, it's a good thing. But as you're growing up as a kid, sometimes it's not a good thing because we get our feelings hurt because they call people like four eyes or what's wrong with you because you're different than them. And now that I look back on it, I'm going like, at the same time, I feel sorry for kids that do that, but we're also learning as kids. And sometimes it takes adults to pull us aside and, you know, and say, maybe that's not the thing that you need to be saying. And here's why. And, but at the same time, I think it built me up a little bit stronger. So let's go into the bullying aspect because kids can be so mean. And sometimes kids learn it from home. Mm-hmm. They always say a bully has a bully behind them. Yeah. Um, so with me, again, I, like you said, with surgeries, I had surgeries from six weeks all the way up to 10 years old. Um, it was like every year I was doing a surgery. And so when I started elementary school, there was sometimes I had to go back to school with the eye patch on. And that's when the bullying started, you know, one eye pirate and, you know, look at four eyes and, oh, she's, you know, you're ugly and big nose. And, and you know, the comments, you know, kept coming. I could continue to name them. But I just, you know, again, I just started to um, really try to, reach out to either adults or hearers of my age that were motivating. And, and, you know, some of them even defended me, like, you know, leave her alone. And obviously you see that she's here with the iPad. She had eye surgery. It's not like she wants to look this way. Yeah. Um, so, it, so kids can be very cool. They can be. And not realizing your story. You don't know someone's backstory. And, you know, the teasing and the, and the bullying could really affect somebody internally and not even realize it. Yeah, and I totally agree with it because as kids, we continue to develop. Our frontal cortex actually continues to develop until the, the age of 26. And there's starting to be a lot of science and a lot of data behind that. And once we as adults start reaching that age and we start having kids of our own, I think it's important to start really teaching them what bullying is 
and mm -hmm. how to actually stop it in our in, in his tracks. I think if we give them the tools to see for bullying for what it is, because most of the time kids that bully are so insecure about themselves that they don't know what else to do. And to them, it makes them feel good. And it's to learn how to teach them how to redirect that emotion and start empowering and uplifting others instead of being that bully. I also believe as well, they see something in you that they don't have in themselves. And so, you know, they bully you because of envy or jealousy or again, like you said, you know, not having that, that um, person at home saying this, you know, you don't do this, you don't hurt people. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm hoping, I don't know all of the stories through my sons cause they're all grown up, but I'm hoping that they have never bullied anyone and if they did, I never found out about it. But if they did and I found out about it, you guarantee you I would have done something about it because it does leave such a scar. But at the same time, it has taught me in my life to be empathic to others and to know what others are going through in their lives and to not be that adult bully because sometimes we have adult bullies too. Mm-hmm. We do. And um, I love the fact that you said just, you know, you talked about empathy, just realizing that, you know, when you can relate to somebody else, like the human being species, you know, one thing about us is that we love connection in some way. And so just to be able to connect with somebody else and to empathize with that person and their story um, is amazing. Some people don't take the time to get to know people. And you don't realize how powerful somebody else's story can be until you sit down and you actually have that conversation with them. Yeah. And it's as an adult, and we take over. So I noticed that you're also been in the human service field too for 20 years, which my hat's off to you because you've probably seen quite a bit. And <laughs> we, we, when you see that, and especially when you talk to people and you teach them or give them the tools about how to stop abuse and neglect and all of that, Let's dive into that a little bit. What were some of the things that you have seen in your years of doing this that if you could go back to the younger kids and say, what would you change to get them to understand that they're more than enough? So to kind of take you back, the reason why I went into the human service field is um, because of my sister. Uh, in the intro, you did say, you know, I have an older sister who, you know, was dropped on her head when she was a baby. And so from that, she does have a developmental delay. Um, and just being able to help my mom with her, it made me realize that, okay, there are people that, you know, need somebody in their life. And so I started in the um human service field, just to be able to be present. And as I got into the field, I realized there's so many people that just want to be heard. 
there's so many people that just want you to sit down and listen to their story. The story might not make sense, but they want you to listen to it. You know, verbal, nonverbal. Um, so for me, it took me to get into this field to realize that, wow, there's so there's just such a, a whole different, you know, a whole different arena of of, of individuals that, again, you know, they have developmental intellectual, you know, some of them have mental illness. And again, you know, they're battling their, their, their issues just like you are, but they have so many people coming in and out of their lives every day. And some people just don't stop just to say, how are you doing? And sitting down and have that conversation. Um, so that was my reason for going into the human service field, just to kind of make a difference. And, um, it's been amazing. And like I said, I, I started it to try to make a difference in their lives and they end up making a difference in mine. Yeah. Um, but from that, I realized that, you know, thinking back on, you know, kids and, and, you know, the bullying and everything, you know, one thing, if I could, you know, talk to, you know, little kids and, and let them know, it's like, you, you know, you are amazing the way you are. You know, we're all born different shapes and sizes, different colors, different creeds. We, you know, tall, short, you know, skinny, uh, you know, plump. We all have different, you know, different things that make us unique. And, and you're enough the way you are. You know, be happy with who you are. This this world is so targeted on this image that social media gives out that you have to be skinny and thin and have a long hair and you know and what and it's not true you know you can be happy the way you are if you have one leg and you know and you're you're beautiful with that one leg if you know you have one arm or no arms you're beautiful the way you are and you are enough and you can impact somebody else. So never think that you're not, you know, that your story can't help somebody else. Yeah, exactly. And I, I'm glad that you brought that up because we as a society, especially with social media, have a hard time. The kids today have a blurred reality about what is reality. And when we're looking at that and we see all of these people with filters on, y'all, this is not who we are. It's meant for fun. It's not meant for you have to be perfect. And during my time of growing up, one of the stories that hit home for me was Karen Carpenter. And I know I'm telling all my age when I talk about her because she was a great, very great singer. And all it took was one comment in a magazine to say she was a little bit too chubby. And she ended up turning into bulimic and anorexia. And back in the day, you could take X-lax and it would help you drop weight. And she was really addicted to those all because of that one comment because she didn't fit in the narrative that they think that a teenage girl needed to look a certain way and this was back in the 60s and 70s mm -hmm. and when we do that to people and we're even I think in some ways worse with social media because 
you have that perfect life put on display. And I want to tell you, there is no such thing as a perfect life as far as social media goes. Your perfect life is a messy life. That means some of us are extra chubby or got the gray hair going on or got the wrinkles going on. And there is the bifocals. <laughs> yes, or the bifocals, which I'm stubborn and I don't wear mine and I need to, but I don't. <laughs> That's beside the case. <laughs> and is is taking those moments of authentic life. I am more likely to follow somebody that shows me the messy part of their life that is not perfect. And if that means that you can't see that great or you have a physical disability or a mental disability, whatever that may be, those are the people that I follow because those are the people that are really living authentically to themselves and to the world because we are all meant, we all came here for a reason. We all came here for a journey and that journey isn't Instagram and TikTok filters. Just saying. No, and, and you're right. And, and that's where that's where people really need to look in the mirror and say, Am I being my my authentic self? You know, I, I know many people that they won't step out their door unless they're fully and don't get me wrong, people I you love makeup, that's that's you. But they won't step out their door until their face is fully completed with, you know, eyeliner and, and mascara and all the stuff that they put on their face. <laughs> Because they're so used to putting on this mask, per se, to go out into the world that, you know, when they're home and in themselves, they don't know how to deal with that. Um, And for me, it took me years just to be comfortable in my own skin. And it's like, I'm I'm not going nowhere else. Like, this is me. I am happy with my authentic self. And if you don't like it, I don't know what to tell you. You know, but it took me, it did. It took me years to accept who I was and be happy with me and say, Tatisha, you are enough. Yeah. And, and we are, and I, I think it's applaudable what you're doing. And as we get older, we do get more comfortable in who we are. And we realize those days that when we're younger of trying to look perfect and all of that stuff, really honestly doesn't matter. And you're right. For those that love to go all out and that's you, that is you. And that is fine and fun because I'm always amazed at people that do that because I'm lucky if I can know how to blend two colors together that look (laughs) decent. (laughs) (laughs) Much less walk out in high heels unless you want to see me face plant. (laughs) But, but it's fine, you know. That's if that's yeah. what you love, you know. I'm not. I'm not saying don't do it, but you know, at the end of the day, are you truly being you? Yeah. And does it make you happy? I think that's what we're really talking about here: is what makes you happy, not making everybody else happy. What makes you happy? Exactly. And that's the important part. And especially when you're dealing with disabilities or you're a caregiver of somebody with disabilities, those are those things. When we spend time with our family, that's what matters most at the end of the day. 
And I think as we're wrapping up this whole conversation, when we can make an impact on the community like you are, especially, I mean, you're talking with the community that, of disabilities. You've got a master's degree in marriage and family therapy, which I need you on my other podcast, by the way. <laughs> um, so when we're talking about those things and we're talking about how to raise our kids and our grandkids and we're wanting to show them that there is beauty in disability or different abled. I think that's the term a lot of people are going with is different abled. There really isn't a disability, just like we were talking about. I mean, for me, I've forgotten about my eyesight being as a disability because to me, it's a different ability. Yeah, of course, I can't really see all this left eye. And it's a good thing that I can still see out of my right eye. And I'm thankful for that every day because there are others that can't see at all. Exactly. It's that ability to show that beauty in life that no matter where we're at, what our different abilities are, that we're able to have a successful life. And at the end of the day, it's all about family and friends for me. That is it. Enjoying your best life. And that's all anyone wants, you know, even, you know, my, I, I, I call them my babies, but my, my hundreds and uh, babies I work with throughout my years, that's all they want is to enjoy their best life yeah. and to have people in their life to treat them, you know, the way that they should be treated. Definitely. So as we get ready to wrap up, I always ask my guests, what is one last nugget that you can give our listeners? Know that you are able, you are able to do anything you want in this life, no matter who you are, where you come from, what your background is like, take your feet, plant them on the ground firm and just go. Yeah, I love that. Fly, because you have that ability. We may have earthly bodies, but I'm telling you the things that you have experienced, the things that you are capable of is so much and so much more than what you give yourself credit for. It's took me 48 years to realize that. And I don't want it to take 48 years for whoever's listening. I want you to take what you have now and go run with it, go fly with it because your story matters. Your life matters no matter who you are, no matter what you do. It matters. Tell everybody where they can find you. I know I have your website scrolling. Tatisha, um, you can find me um, again. My website that Don has trolling the triplet. You know, at the triplet connection, you can definitely go on my website, see where services I offer. Um, you can also email me at the trip, uh, the triplet connection at gmail.com. So that's another way you can reach out to me. Again, that's the triplet connection at gmail.com. And again, I'm just, um, thank you so much for having me on, Don. I'm excited about just, you know, talk, I was excited about talking to you and about just letting people know that, you know, you guys are enough. She is right. You're worth it. 
no matter what comes your way. So everyone, thank you for listening. And for those that um, are listening, I am doing a second round of a free coaching session called Finding Your Strength When Your Ground is Shaking. It is starting this Sunday at 2 p.m. Central. I will provide a Zoom link here shortly. If you want to join on with that, jump on. It is totally free. We're doing it for just two weeks because I know the month of November, it is going to start getting busy. It is going to start getting hectic. And then after that, I will be turning that into a paid program. It's probably not going to start off very high. I'm probably thinking about $25 somewhere around there because I want to make it accessible to as many people as possible. And I'm telling you, the clients that I've had on that have been through it have gotten some really good breakthroughs. And once you learn how to break those generational patterns, because that's really what we're talking about, is breaking those generational patterns, breaking that bullying cycle if that has happened in your family, and learning how to rewrite that script. So please join us this Sunday. And everyone, as I love to sign off, whether you know it or not, whether you believe it or not, you're unstoppable. You are the beacon of hope and you are loved. Everyone, have a good one. Bye. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to our podcast. To support the podcast, join our Patreon account through Podbean at Your Transformation Journey. Or if you liked this episode, send us a review through iTunes and follow us on Podbean. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, and also at my website at www.donglongcoach.com. Remember, you are unstoppable and you are loved.